This is a day I've been looking forward to for two and a half years. We're really proud of Timeline. We're going to reimagine Windows. Microsoft is announcing the breakthrough game console called Xbox. We've created a platform attuned to consumers' changing behaviors and an evolving sense of play. We set out to make the best watch in the world. And today, we're introducing Nexus 7. This is it, Xbox One. And we are calling it iPhone. The latest news, the newest products, the biggest names. Welcome to Your Tech Report, online at yourtechreport.com. Join Mitchell Whitfield and Marco Flalo for the next hour of Your Tech Report. And you can do so in many ways on Twitter. It is at Your Tech Report, Facebook.com slash Your Tech Report, YouTube.com slash Your Tech Report. Notice the theme. Welcome to another edition. As always, I am Marco Flalo in Montreal, joined by Mitchell Whitfield in Los Angeles. Mark? Mitchell? Mark, I had a realization today. Yes. Uh, by the way, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good week. really good. You had a good week? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. It's okay week. It was okay. You know what? We're still here to talk about it. If yeah. we're still here to complain about it, it was a decent enough week for me. Um, I realize I'm looking around. Uh, I'm looking around the studio. I'm looking in particular right at the desk that I'm working on. I'm kind of a gadget whore. Gadget whore? Is, like, is that I mean? Uh, I mean, uh, I don't mean that. I, I, I mean, I, I love, I genuinely I can't get enough gadgets. I just love new technologies, new things to play with, new ways to interact with the things I already have. Is that a bad thing? Do I need help? No, I think. Or I, is that the reason we have a show? That's the reason we have a show, and that's the reason yeah. we do giveaways because we give a lot of the stuff away. Especially after we've had the opportunity to go hands on and do our videos and stuff with it, we tend to give these things away to our lovely listeners. And that's what I was going to tell you. That's the other thing I was going to say, and it's another indication of a gadget whore is that I can't. I, I have a hard time giving this stuff away that we're supposed. I mean, we all, I, obviously we always give it away, but I feel a sadness. I feel a loss. Like, oh, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if we could keep that? And I know we can't, and I know, and I don't keep it. But I feel sadness and loss. That's, That's okay. not right. You know what? There, there are support groups for all types of problems. I'm sure we can create a support group for this. You're um, my support group. That's why I brought I, it up to you. Oh well, then we'll have to talk about this offline supportive. because there's a lot of uh, expletives <laughs> that I want to get out now. Uh, awesome show <laughs> lined up for you guys this week. We've got Christine Tam lined up from Best Buy. She's going to join us to talk about some other. Day gift ideas. So many things at bestbuy.com and bestbuy.ca that we didn't even think of. Jewelry, uh, accessories, lots of stuff for mom. So check out Best Buy and of course stick around for this show. Sharif Ibrahim from Microsoft. Microsoft had a big week, a very cool education event, a brand new laptop. The Surface Laptop announced a brand new version of Windows, Windows 10S. We're going to go all, all all in on with Microsoft with Sharif and find out what it's all about. And of course, Adam Lisberg from DJI. Now, Ooh. we're going to talk to Adam <laughs> because they officially released their first-person point-of-view goggles for their whole series of drones last week at NAB. But we're going to have him back on and Sharif back on in a couple weeks because DJI's got an event at the end of the month. Microsoft's got a Surface event at the end of the month. So it's a packed show, lots of fun stuff, topical for this week, and lots of stuff also you know, teasing you for the next couple of weeks. Mitchell. Yes, sir. Uh, our most recent giveaway has ended. Mm. Our entries have uh, ceased on this past Wednesday. We were giving away the Funko Disney Treasures subscription box. Uh, remind people what that's all about. Uh, well, you know, the fine folks at Funko are responsible for great products like the pop vinyls, all the great pop vinyls, the pop culture collectibles. Uh, they have their Dorbs line. They make great action figures. They, they put out great T-shirts that I still get complimented on. And they have... 
uh, bi-monthly, which means every other month, subscription boxes that have different themes. Obviously, there's one from DC, uh, there's a Marvel one, uh, there's a Star Wars one, and the newest one is called Disney Treasures. And Mark, it not only features all of the great Disney characters and movies and TV shows that we grew up with and continue to go on today, it also features collectibles from their theme parks. And we realized there are a ton of collectors out there, whether it's pins, shirts, statues that just like collecting things from the theme parks themselves. And Disney Treasures, every other month, will give you a you know, in this box, you'll get maybe different pop finals, collectibles, and now we are going to be giving away. And Mark, I don't feel a loss with this one because I don't have to. I don't have to physically send it out to anyone. It actually comes directly from Funko, so I never see them. Oh, so you don't have so to. This actually, one, I feel good about. We're not. We're not, it, we're not taking something away from you. We're not. We're not parting with. So anything. I feel good. About, okay. Every giveaway should be like this, directly <laughs> from the person sending it. I don't have to ever see it. So who's who's our winner? Uh, our window. Uh, our winner is Amanda Art. I don't know where she's from, but she uh, commented on the video on uh, on YouTube, of course. So congratulations, yes. Amanda. We. We'll be in touch with you uh, very soon Yay, uh, on YouTube. Ooh, you are the winner, so uh, we'll get uh, get all the details from you. Uh, another giveaway coming up in the coming weeks. I mean, lots of fun stuff coming up. I mean, you know, next week we're going to talk to Sony. Uh, lo- lots of really really cool things lined up for you guys. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. Mitchell, I mean, we mentioned this off the top of the show, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, Sharif Ibrahim's on on talking about Microsoft, but uh, it's been a while since we've seen a new Surface Pro, right? Today, mm. they announced, they published an invitation to a Surface event coming up at the end of May, um, and they specifically tagged it with the Surface tagline, and they said, we will show the world what is next. I mean, what can you possibly think is next for that whole lineup? I mean, with a laptop announced and and, and the Surface Pro, Pro 4 doing so well, and the Surface Studio, are we just going to see a minor kind of spec increase on this? Uh, I don't really know. Well, you know, there. You know, in the last year, in the last year, every six months it seems uh, that Intel is putting out a new line of mobile processors and full desktop mode, low power mode processors that can actually double in a Surface, you know, in, in a portable, in a laptop, or in a desktop. Obviously, we're going to see changes with the with the processors, but you know, these devices, Mark, they tend to get thinner. They tend to get more efficient. Yeah, lighter. They tend to. Ha- you know what I mean? So I, I don't know. Maybe different materials. We could see different materials we could see uh, i'd like to see listen i love we both love the surface pro line i mean we both have always loved this device uh from every iteration and one thing we've always said about it is they're not exactly thin they're not exactly you know tablet thin as we would expect which is how they're able to put all this great stuff in there so maybe a little thinner and a little lighter that would probably blow everyone away that's what i'm thinking as I said, Mitchell, we're going to find out, and we're going to get Sharif to come back on the show, uh, come after that event in uh, in the end of the month, really, and the same thing for DJI, so very cool thing. The other thing I wanted to mention, uh, news this week, Ecobee, or Ecobee, depending on how you want to pronounce it, launched their new thermostat, the Ecobee 4. This one is kind of cool because it's the first uh, kind of smart home device that has built-in Amazon Alexa, a speaker, a microphone. They, their goal is to have this throughout your entire home. They also announced that they're going to be releasing a light switch, a smart light switch that has a built-in speaker and microphone so you can put her around the entire house. Anyhow, still to come, we're going to talk to Sharif Ibrahim from Microsoft. We've got Adam Lisberg from DJI talking about those first-person point-of-view goggles. And, of course, Christine Tam from Best Buy. She's going to line up all the gift-giving ideas at Best Buy for Mother's Day. Yes, there are gifts for mom at Best Buy. It is your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo. Follow along on Twitter. It is at your tech report. Facebook.com slash Your Tech Report and YouTube.com slash Your Tech Report. Congratulations again to Amanda. We will be in touch and we will come back in a moment with uh, Sharif Ibrahim from Microsoft. There's more Your Tech Report after this.
Now, back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. Marco Flalo and Mitchell Whitfield with you. Follow along on Twitter. It is at your tech report, Facebook.com slash your tech report, or YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash your tech report. Still to come on this week's show, Mitchell, we've got uh, Adam Lisberg from DJI. Very excited to have him on. Christine Tam from Best Buy. But before we get to all those people, a big week for Microsoft this week, a big month for Microsoft. So we want to welcome our, our friend of the show, Sharif Ibrahim. Uh, remind me, Sharif, again, uh, Director of Windows and Device Business Group, right? That's correct. Welcome back. I mean, yeah, this is going to be a big, busy month for you guys. you got your developers conference up next week. Um, obviously, you guys are involved in E3 later in June. We've got another uh, Surface event that was kind of teased on Twitter. We won't even ask you about that because we know you won't tell us <laughs> anything. Uh, but, but this week, the focus was really on, on education and uh, a new version of Windows announced, uh, plus a, a beautiful Surface laptop. Can you kind of recap the whole thing for us? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's definitely an exciting time. Lots of great announcements that have come out this past week. Um, I really love the way our, our CEO kind of kicked it off, Satya. Um, I mean, he's just been incredible and, and just breathing a lot of life into the company. And I think the way he kind of positioned it this past week was around, you know, really enabling the next generation of learning, right, with, with new tools from Microsoft. I think there's a real need for, um, or we see a real need in the education system to empower students to learn more around the, the, the topics of STEM, for example, um, and really get ready for the jobs of the future, the jobs that we don't even know exist yet. And so we're really excited to be able to announce um, you know, Microsoft Classroom All Up, which is inclusive of Windows 10 S, which is our new operating system. I can talk about that a little bit. Uh, some great new features from Office uh, and, and our Office suite, including Teams. And we also announced an incredible new piece of hardware, the Surface Laptop, that we think college students in particular are going to absolutely fall in love with. Hey, Sharif, let's start off with Windows 10 S. And the reason I want to talk about that first is Mark and I have been talking about Windows 10 for a long time now, how much we love it. And one of the things we love about it is the flexibility of the software. It's an OS that's incredibly scalable. So it can run on a really high spec'd out system. It runs really well, but also on a lower end system with lower power and power needs, it works really well. So having such a flexible OS to begin with, with Windows 10, what was the motivation to create Windows 10 S? You know, with Windows 10 in general, I think one of the big tenets there is really around the next generation of, of modern PC experiences, right? The PC today is not what it was even five years ago. And as we think about things like, you know, being able to ink on your device, which we've seen people with the Surface absolutely fall in love with, not just artists, uh, not just architects, but even students from, uh, from being able to highlight and mark up their, their homework. Um, so inking is a really good example of that modern experience on Windows 10. But, you know, more, more recently, think about 3D, right? Think about mixed reality. I mean, the fact that, you know, you can, anybody on a Windows 10 device can now create something in 3D, um, literally print that in 3D, or put it into a virtual reality headset or something like the HoloLens, which we've messed around with here quite a bit and had a ton of fun with. Like, you think about that next generation of modern PC experiences, Windows 10 really delivers that. Where Windows 10 S takes it forward is really on focusing around streamlined security and, and superior performance. Like the thinking there is, you know, if you want the device to be better on day 1000 than it is on day one, then Windows 10 S is going to help deliver that. And, and really the, the thinking there is how do we make sure that the applications you're using, whether it's, it's our new 3D Paint application, whether it's a music application like Spotify, uh, maybe it's Office because you want to create a presentation or a Word document. 
We want to make sure that those applications have been verified. We want to make sure that they run in a way that doesn't draw down battery life, that doesn't slow down your performance. I mean, little things, little details. Like when you close your laptop, everything is completely suspended. There is no use of battery life. There is no performance happening in the background. And so, you know, as time goes on, it is as good as the day you bought it, and it is performing incredibly well, and you get great battery life. So how do we take those great modern Windows 10 experiences and streamline it and drive even better performance out of it? You, you know what? You know what I, I really like about it, and, and it really, as as you were answering it, I started to get it because, in reality, as you said, the way we use our devices, if you're using a laptop versus a desktop, yes, you want the experience to be the same on the OS side, but the experience is going to be different because you have different needs. You have different power needs and expectations from a desktop than you would for a, for a laptop. And I think what you're saying is Windows 10s really addresses the different ways and the more modern ways that consumers are tending to use their devices. No, absolutely. Not only the more modern ways and, and modern features we've added, but I think the expectations of people really have changed on how they expect any device to run, right? To be able to, again, close your device and open it a week later and see the exact same battery level. Windows 10S will help you do that. To be able to, you know, turn on your machine and expect it to be up in just a few seconds, Windows 10S will help do that. And, you know, the amount of, of productivity and fun apps that are available um, on, a, on day one are incredible. And we do see a lot more momentum for those uh, for that, that list of apps growing over time. So, Sharif, let's let's dive into this hardware for a second because the, the Surface Laptop, you know, you, when Microsoft releases a piece of hardware, um, it seems to be a very carefully planned event, and and there's a lot of th- a lot of meticulous attention to detail. And this is no different. Tell us about this laptop because it is one sexy beast. You know, I really encourage anyone listening who's interested in learning about this. I mean, I'll definitely talk a bit about it, but if you've got a few minutes, I really encourage you to go on YouTube and take a look at it, um, see some of the videos that we've released. You know, our, our kind of VP of engineering, Panos Panay, did a phenomenal job talking about the, the painstaking time and, and, and effort and attention to detail that they put into this. And, you know, generally speaking, when we launch a new piece of hardware, Right? Let's think about you know, the HoloLens or the Surface Hub or the Surface Studio. We really are trying to either invent a new category or reinvent a category and just get people thinking differently about how they can compute, how they can be productive. Right? Um, and so with this one in particular, it's really how do we reinvent the category that a lot of people today still use on a daily basis. Like we know that over 65% of students still take a laptop as their device of choice to get through school. And so how do you reinvent that category? Windows 10S is a huge component of it. We've developed it really with Windows 10S in mind for a streamlined um, uh, performance and, 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 uh, and, and simplicity. But from a hardware perspective, I mean, there's a couple of really fascinating things about this. It is a blend of fabric and metal. I mean, Literally. when you open it up, it's crazy. Like the Alcantara material that we use. I mean, it's material that you'll find in the headliner of a Porsche. Um, it's used in high-end audio equipment. It is used right now in our limited edition Surface keyboard. And I'll tell you that when you have a chance to just rest your hand on the laptop and feel that fabric and that material, it feels more personal. It's not a cold piece of metal. It's not a, it's not a piece of plastic. It's a, it's a, it feels like a living, breathing piece of, of uh, a living, breathing item because it's got this great feel to it. And it will come in a variety of different colors. And, and those colors really do kind of um, track well to what kind of natural colors we see out there in, in, in the real world. And so there's a ton of excitement that we've seen so far around the look and feel of this. 
But when you talk about reinventing such an established category, it's more than just that blend of the fabric and the metal. Uh, the performance on this product, the screen, the way it opens and closes, I mean, the fact that we've hidden the speakers and you can't see it, yes. it really is something, guys, that you've got to pick it up and try it out and, and just feel it. And the minute you do, I think you'll understand what we say when we mean we're really reinventing what a laptop means to people. Listen, we always, we always talk about, you know, regardless of the product, we always tell people you have to get your hands on any product in, in particular, especially one like this, to really get the feel of what went into making it and, and all the minute details, like you said, the, the concealed speakers and the way the fans are built in. Now, you, you, you mentioned you know, reinventing a category, and I'm wondering how challenging that is to create your own devices when Microsoft as a company has really kind of leaned on a lot of partners over time who do the same thing, who build laptops like that. I'm wondering, is, is that a challenge or is it, how do you, how do you set yourselves apart from that? You know, we've always seen the Surface brand as really a stage um, for us to really lead the market, right? Showcase the absolute best um, in our mind of what great hardware and great software looks like coming together. That, that ultimately helps people do more. Right, so if I think about you know the most recent product we announced just prior to this, the Surface Studio, that's not a desktop, it's not an all-in-one, it's a studio. When yeah. we when we actually have a chance to sit down with artists, like we have a local artist here that we sat down with recently, and he's changed his entire workflow of how he does his thing. Like, and and the thing that blew my mind when we were speaking to him about like why did you change your workflow? Why are you using the studio to to get things done and make it happen? He said, you know, being able to use the pen on the screen, it reminded me of when I was a kid and that just pure passion around creation. And so you think about a scenario like that and then you think about this laptop and what we're trying to do, we do see the Surface brand as that, that canvas, if you will, to really showcase the absolute best. We're super inspired to see what our OEMs have done, which is create a whole set of new devices. I mean, in the last year or so, I think about all the two-in-ones our OEMs have brought to market that are absolutely incredible, from yeah. HP and Dell to Lenovo. And so we really do see this as an opportunity to inspire the, our, our ecosystem and our network of partners to create something that, you know, ultimately will get to more consumers' hands and, and really just change how people compute today. You know, Sharif, I want to go back to something you said about the Surface Studio, because um, as, as you already know, because you've been on the show, we've talked about this before. Mark is obviously based in Montreal. I'm in Los Angeles. Mark recently came out to visit me, and we made a point together to go to the Microsoft store in my local mall. And we just stood there over the Surface Studio with our mouths hanging open. We both used them before. And it's just such a beautiful piece of equipment. And then we used the Surface Dial, and I'm bringing this, it's all going to come full circle, because one of the things I loved about you mentioned creating an ecosystem is that... Yes, the Surface Dial is even usable with this new Surface Laptop, correct? I mean, you're able to actually use these accessories on the Surface Laptop as well. No, absolutely. Again, thinking about how we, we change, you know, how people work with computers and how they, they fundamentally just do more. The Dial works with any Windows 10 device that has Bluetooth, full stop, which is incredible. And as we think about inputs, you know, keyboard and mouse, obviously everyone's familiar with that. I think you've obviously seen touch. Um, become way more pervasive in the last decade. Voice and pen are some other ones. You know, these are just ways for you to engage with the product. And we think with something like Dial, you know, that there's a lot of cases where you're doing something and you're not using your non-dormant hand, right? Like maybe your left or right hand. And so be able to undo something you did really quickly or change the color on your palette or, you know, kind of rewind the video or change the volume. It's just a really convenient thing that um, we've seen customers find is really delightful. And so, yes, the studio dial, or the Surface dial, rather, it does work with any Windows 10 device that has Bluetooth, including the, the most recently announced Surface laptop. 
And again, as Mark said earlier, we encourage you to get your hands in because, again, there's no substitute for actually seeing the magic uh, of things like the Surface Studio, the dial, the new Surface laptop, unless you see them in person. Now, Sharif, I know this next one you may not be able to answer, but in fact, me asking is kind of your own fault because you've dropped two references to it, and that's HoloLens. And I've <laughs> yeah. seen this thing, uh, you know, I've seen the videos. Mark, it's one of those products where it really doesn't seem real because it's so cool. Everything that it does, from augmented to virtual to mixed reality, everything this thing does, is there a timeline? I mean, I know consumers, you know, know there's real no timeline for release or a definite consumer release, but do you think there's a chance we'll see a HoloLens in consumers' hands in the next couple of years? You know, I think first off, we are thrilled to see the the reception to HoloLens in general. We were just working with a company out in um, in Montreal, actually, CAE, that does uh, work around training uh, for medical students. And the stuff they're doing with this thing, it's out of, it's out of this world. Like, I encourage you to go <laughs> online and, and search for it. Um, you know, as I think about your question around consumers, what I would say is, you know, we have announced and shared some pretty exciting stuff in mixed reality in general, which is going to come later this holiday. We had a chance to show on stage back in October um, a couple of, of mixed reality headsets from some of our partners like Acer and HP and Dell and Lenovo. And uh, I've had a chance to try some out. I think we're, we are incredibly excited about what we, what we can do with those. And if you had a chance to see the announcements this past Tuesday, I'll take you through a scenario. It was mind-blowing. And, and, and I mean, to answer, it'll, it'll help answer your question on when can we see this for consumers. Sure. We had one of, one of our, our folks, one of our engineers up on stage, and she had Paint 3D. And so for anyone who's listening, if, if you've ever used Paint on your Microsoft, you know, your Windows product from back in the day, Paint 3D is the new Paint. You can get it on Windows 10 Creators Update, and you can literally make things in 3D. I mean, I was watching a video on YouTube the other day. It took me about three minutes to create a penguin in 3D, and I, I felt like a kid again. It was incredible. <laughs> Um, but what you can do is you can create things in 3D. You can then either print them in 3D or you can bring them into PowerPoint to create some pretty compelling presentations in 3D. But they actually did a demo where you're able to put on a mixed reality headset and plug it into a Windows laptop. And you're able to take that 3D creation and literally look at it in your mixed reality headset. And you can, you can manipulate it. You can play around with it. You can, you can do a variety of things with it. And then also within those mixed reality headsets, there's a ton of cool features that we'll have available for consumers. Um, and so while it's not exactly like HoloLens, HoloLens is a little bit different, but we're going to bring some of that magic to mixed reality headsets later this fall. That is it's kind of what we publicly shared. And we did have a chance to showcase it a little bit this past Tuesday. And, and again, having personally tried it out, it is something pretty spectacular. But I think the thing you said most that is su- super accurate is it does seem like it's out of this world. And when yeah. you try it out, it, it feels like it's out of this world, but it, it's real. It's here. Sharif, I know we're pulling you out of meetings, so I want to thank you for thank you obviously for joining us. Um, will you please come back on in a couple of weeks after that May twenty eighth event that we kind of teased off the top of the show? You guys, I, I, you guys are always welcome to reach out. I'm always a fan of coming on and talking with you, gentlemen. So absolutely, no problem. We look forward to it, and we again we encourage our listeners to when, when when can they get their hands on the laptop? So check out surface.ca for more updates. Um, we are going to have it available in mid-June, so stay tuned for some more updates around when you can pre-order it. But mid-June is the time frame right now. Awesome. Can't wait to get my hands on it, and obviously can't wait for our listeners to get their hands on it as well. Sharif Ibrahim from Microsoft, thank you again for joining us. Still to come, Adam Lisberg from DJI to talk about their first-person point of view goggles, and Christine Tam with our Best Buy review of the month. And Christine Tam from Best Buy. Mother's Day is around the corner. We've got some ideas. There's more Your Tech Report after this. 
Now, back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. Marco Flatlow in Montreal. Mitchell Whitfield in Los Angeles. On Twitter, it is at your tech report. Facebook.com slash your tech report. And don't forget to check out our cool videos and our giveaways over at YouTube.com slash your tech report online. Mitchell, I'm excited to welcome our, our, our regular of the show from Best Buy, Christine Tam. Welcome back to your tech report. It's been so Thank long. Thank you. I know. Thanks for having me. We love to have you on, especially when there's reasons, and there's always a reason. But this this time, we're going to talk about Mother's Day because it's funny. My wife, I, I always say, I'm going to go get you something at Best Buy. I'm going to go get something at Home Depot. She's like, what on earth are you going to get me at either of those places that I'm going to love? <laughs> and I always come home with something, and she's like, yeah, that's kind of cool. I never really thought about that one. <laughs> totally. I know. It's not top of mind when you think about Mother's Day. You think about flowers and jewelry you know, and things that sparkle. Dinner. But I love buying my mom stuff at Best Buy um, because it it does surprise her. And uh, maybe your mom isn't a tech aficionado, like mine is not, certainly. So they need that extra help from maybe someone who's younger, their kids, to go pick out the tech that um, would work for them. And it's not top of their mind, which is really cool. I mean, Christine, don't, don't you think that we're, we're in a time now where things have sort of changed? Where tech, it used to be, like you said, where you know a more typical gift w- would not be something from the tech world. But don't you think that technology has become such a big part of everyone's life? It's not even gender specific anymore. Man, woman, young, old. Technology has become such a big part of everything we do every day that tech gifts are not the insensitive, thoughtless gifts that maybe 10 years ago think people might have thought they were, right? Absolutely. And the thing with tech gifts is that it actually makes your life easier. You know, technology improves your life. And uh, if we can share that with our moms this year, I think that they'll be really, really happy. And and, uh, you can spend time helping your mom set up their new tech, or you can ask one of our Geek Squad agents to come and do that job for you. I know a lot of people are fielding calls from their parents and their grandparents saying, how do I, you know, do this on my computer? How do I fix this on my cell phone? And, um, you know, I love spending that time and showing them myself because you yeah. can spend a quality time. Um, some people prefer to have the experts do it, so it's up to you. 100%. You know, one of the things I noticed, uh, Christine, when I walked into Best Buy, I think it was last week, was you guys are really upping your smart home game. Like, when it comes to the smart home, that section keeps growing and growing, and it went from what used to be a small section to an entire aisle to a couple of aisles. I mean, that that's something that seems to be a conscious effort there, right? For sure. That category, I mean... What's possible with that category is so cool and so relevant right now with security features and just keeping the home connected. Wi-Fi, like Google Wi-Fi launched on Friday. Um, Circle with Disney is something that we're recommending for moms this year, and that actually allows you to um, monitor the Wi-Fi and monitor on each device um, what your kids are able to, um, to go see on the internet, which is really great for security and just kind of protecting them um, so they can't, you know, go on YouTube and just search anything. And you can monitor that, which is a really great feature. And that's at a good price point. It's $129.99. And uh, I think that would be a really great gift for moms this year. It really is. And just uh, sorry sorry to interrupt you there, but I actually set up Circle on Friday. And uh, the process was amazingly simple. And and to give even more detail to our listeners, you you set up these profiles for your kids and even for the adults. And depending on their age limit, you can use preset filters or you can add increased filters um, depending on the on the child. And there's this even uh, things like bedtime and uh, usage time. So you can say, okay, you can only use it between this 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. So it's really, really cool. And as you said, really simple. And the price point is awesome for Mother's Day. Well, and I love that you said that it was easy to install. So a lot of these new smart home technology products 
um, are really easy to install. And, the, you know, the companies have made that a priority because, um, yeah, because it can be daunting. It can seem daunting, daunting, but when you actually get it in your home, um, it's pretty intuitive, a lot of them. There's. I'm looking at this list that you know we have this great list of specific Mother's Day stuff to talk about with you. And one of these things, Christine, Christine jumped out at me because my wife is a huge Michael Kors fan to the mm-hmm. point where I, I hope she's not listening to the show right now because <laughs> well, I, I got her a couple of gifts from Michael Kors. Now you have some. There's an activity tracker tracker on this. Tell me about this. Yeah. So the Access Crosby Activity Tracker is awesome. And what's great about this is that it actually looks really, really nice as well. It's a piece of jewelry as well as an activity tracker. So it'll do, um, you know, all the, it'll ta- uh, track all your activity, um, your steps. Um, it'll track your sleep, the calories burned, the distance traveled. Um, and it's just really great. It'll, it syncs right to your smartphone, your um, iPhone or your Android. And uh, it retails for one fifteen, uh, so it's a great price point. But I mean, it's really about the fashion with those. I mean, it is about the tech. But uh, you really want an activity tracker that you can wear with anything. You can wear it um, in the office, and if you go out for drinks or dinner after, you know, no one's going to be like, "Ooh, you know, what are you wearing on your wrist?" My, my <laughs> wife likes to say she wants she wants her technology to be dumb. She 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 says there is smart technology, dumb technology, and but funny enough, the dumb technology is the one that looks really good, but you don't realize it's actually doing something. And as you said, you know, go out and go out with your friends, and they're like, "Okay, what's that?" Exactly, exactly, and then. On the flip side, I know that um, to get away from tech, a lot of people don't know that we actually sell jewelry. So you could get your mom an activity tracker, and then you could also get her like a beautiful, you know, necklace um, or like a diamond really? earring from Best Buy as well. I had no so, idea. Yeah, we do sell a lot of things that you wouldn't, um, you know, necessarily associate with Best Buy. Um, so jewelry. We also sell things for moms who like to um, like exercise. We sell. Um, yoga mats and exercise gear so you can buy your mom you know a variety of things make a little pack and and uh so you can pair the fitbit with diamond earrings um and uh she'll be super happy (laughs) that is absolutely awesome the things you learn every day and that's why i always (laughs) say go to best buy best buy buy bestbuy.com because there's so many things that you have there that you don't actually have in the store what are the what are the other hot items um from others this year well, for moms who like to cook, so um, the Vitamix is all, always a great gift. Um, mom can make her smoothies in the morning, and uh, it's just an awesome appliance. Um, so we're recommending the Vitamix um, Ascent, uh, $699.99, so a little bit um, on the higher price point, but definitely super high-quality um, blender that will be make mom super happy. It's not just like, ooh, I got a blender this year. Um, and then uh, <laughs> the uh, coffee maker. So if your mom loves cappuccinos, uh, Americanos, lattes, the Breville Cafe Roma Pump Espresso Machine, super awesome, $189.99, so a, a good price point for mom, and she can have you know her Starbucks at home. See, see, I, I love all these things, and I've got to tell you, and listen, I'm not afraid to say that I'm an evolved male. I, I get excited <laughs> about all the things you're talking about as well. I saw, the, I saw the mixer and the Vitamix. I love these small appliances as well. So listen, you can also wait and get one of these things for your father. I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there. Kids, if you're listening, Daddy loves this stuff too. Uh, by the way, if you just joined us, we are talking with Christine Tam, our friend from Best Buy, who always tells us about the greatest gifts that we can get, holiday-specific, not holiday-specific. Of course, now we're talking about Mother's Day stuff. 
I also saw, and listen, here again, another great gift idea for Mother's Day, but it's sort of gender nonspecific, which is great. And that's this this portable solar panel charger. Tell us about this. Is the secure solar panel panel charger, if I could say it correctly? Yeah, so this is amazing because it's perfect for camping or if you're out at the cottage or the boat. It's um, a high-efficiency solar panel and provides up to four times the charging power of a traditional solar panel. So it can charge your cell phone if you're on the go. And uh, what's really great about this, yeah, it's great for just being outdoors. You can just throw it in your backpack if you're hiking, and you don't have to worry about losing battery. The worst thing is if you're camping or you're hiking and you get to the top of the mountain and uh, only to find out that you've taken too many photos and your phone has died. So um, being charged and uh, having that uh, security as well, if you're able to, to reach people and uh, take your photos and your video of the family and the experience, it's really important to have one of these. And I just love that it's solar powered. So, so no, I was going to say, I, I think the average person doesn't realize that mountains and streams do not have power outlets. I know that's shocking to a lot of our listeners, but it's, it's really great to have one of these things where there's no other way to get power. You always know you'll have power with you. So that's a great thing to have. Exactly. And moms love to uh, feel secure and feel, you know, that if anything happens, they will be taken care of. So it's a great gift. Um, you know, my, not necessarily uh, Mother's Day themed here, but I'm curious to know how uh, how the Nintendo sales are doing these days because with Mario Kart, with the Switch, I mean, this is a big one that's, you know, post-holiday season. Are you seeing a lot of demand for this on Best Buy.ca? Oh, for sure. I mean, it's been so popular, and we're super excited that people are excited to get them. Um, and, you know, we do our best to make sure that the retail experience is great for our customers, and uh, we love that people are excited about the Nintendo um, products for sure. You know, Christine, I have sort of a big picture question for you, and I think there's an, you know, once again, we love breaking stereotypes and molds or perceptions that people might have, and I think there's this idea that certain sales on certain items are seasonal. For example, well, if you're going to go to Best Buy to get a television, you better wait until Cyber Monday or Black Friday or, you know, Super Bowl that week is always a big, but when I, and you know that Mark and I are not, we don't just talk about it, we actually go to the store a lot, and whenever I'm going to my local Best Buy, I'm always amazed that there are always televisions on sale because there's never really a season where it's just a good time to buy. It's always throughout the year. You guys always have great sales on big screens as well, correct? Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah, because it is seasonal sometimes. I mean, people do like to buy a new TV, you know, around the Super Bowl or games or hockey season starting, um, our awards season. But, you know, there's no good time. There's no bad time to buy a new TV. And we recognize that. And we want to make sure that we are giving our customers great deals on stuff. And that's, you know, one of our, our value props for sure. We really care about that. So there are sales on everything, you know, all the time and you can always find a good deal. So it is really good to go into the store or sign up for the email alert so that you're aware. And uh, yeah, depending on what kind of TV you want, I'm actually buying a new TV for my mom this year. So I'm going to go down to the store and uh, talk to one of the blue shirts and, and pick out, you know, a nice, smart TV uh, for my mom this year. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. My mother-in-law is moving, unfortunately, closer to us. Um, and <laughs> I, I, we're no joke, no joke, we are um, this is the first opportunity we have to get rid of my old Panasonic Gao tube television that I oh, gave dear. her nine years ago that no. when I bought it was $2,000. 
Um, oh, we're going to be getting rid of that because I said you're not even paying the movers to move that. We're going to get you a nice big flat screen for your living room. And she has a 12-inch tube television in her oh, bedroom my. with a built-in VCR. Um, we're getting rid of that as well. So my plan is definitely um, happens to coincide with Mother's Day weekend, heading over to Best Buy to make sure I get all that stuff. And I, I encourage our listeners to do so as well because there's that you know complete array of everything for Mother's Day and everything for absolutely anything. And head on, head on over to bestbuy.ca. And, of course, Christine, will have you back on again. And uh, our listeners have been really, really enjoying our Best Buy Review of the Month, so we're going to continue that as well. Awesome. And, yeah, we'll chat about Father's Day next time. I'm sure we will. Uh, Christine Tam from Best Buy, thank you again for joining us here on your tech report. Coming up, we'll catch up with DJI's Adam Lisberg to talk about the first-person point-of-view goggles from DJI. Plus, we'll tease their upcoming event May 24th. It is your tech report. Marco Flalo and Mitchell Whitfield with you. Follow us on Twitter at your tech report, Facebook.com slash your tech report, and, of course, YouTube.com slash your tech report online. There's more your tech report after this. Now, back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. Marco Flalo and Mitchell Whitfield with you. On Twitter, it is at your tech report, Facebook.com slash your tech report. And Mitchell, of course, our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash your tech report online. It's something we were just talking about, Mark, and, and it, it'll make sense as soon as we introduce our next guest. You know, last week we were talking about DJI's new new goggles and how excited we were about them. And is, is, it, is it really true? I mean, I think it's fair to say that we really do have a Pavlovian response to whenever DJI makes an announcement, we immediately start to drool uncontrollably and wag our tails. And I don't really think that response is out of line. Do you? I've updated my response. My response is okay. actually just set aside about $1,000. <laughs> just to set aside some money for whatever is coming because it's one of those things that regardless of, you know, review units and stuff like that, it's something that I'm going to want for my own arsenal to to play with. And this is how mainstream, really, drones have become. Absolutely. And just just so you know, just to, to you know, DJI's credit, $1,000 will get you two of these, one of the things we're going to be talking about. So just keep that in mind. Well, listen, if we're talking DJI, we have to be talking to their corporate communications director for North America and more importantly, friend of the show, Adam Lisberg. Adam, thank you for joining us today. Hey, glad to be on, guys. Nice talking with you. Adam, you, you've got so much going on. I mean, last week was NAB, and I remember the time, you know, having you know almost 30 years in broadcasting where NAB was really a geek fest. It was for us radio guys to go in and see the latest audio gadgets. But, but you guys had an incredible footprint at NAB because, I mean, as I said off the top, you know, drones have become so mainstream, they're being used, I mean, across the board. And I think Ronin was really the center stage at NAB, was it not? Yeah, it, we were thrilled to have NAB as the platform to announce the Ronin 2. It's our newest and by far the best handheld camera stabilization system we have. You know, I say handheld, but it's designed to be versatile across a number of platforms. You can you could mount uh, 30 pounds worth of professional cinema, cam- cinema camera and lens on this and run across a field, or you could mount it on a ready rig, a professional um, support system that goes over your shoulders, or on a study cam, or on a vehicle mount, or on all sorts of other platforms, and it gives you the same kind of rock-solid stability that you expect. And it, uh, y- you know it from uh, both the, the, the traditional stabilization that you know, we first brought across from uh, drone gimbal systems to let you get stable video from the air, but it also um, it is now incorporates other advances that you've seen us bring from the drone world. It now has a remote control that lets you control the gimbal and camera from up to a kilometer away. It has um, it, the, the uh, GPS tracking system embedded in it that we've been working on with our, uh, our drones for a long time. 
so that it can maintain a stable orientation even at high speeds. So, you know, advances in drones are cross-pollinating with advances in other kinds of cinema equipment. Um, and it's, you know, all to the benefit of, of the media professionals there. You can still go to NAB and see companies that, that install transmitter towers and sell, you know, really high-powered things from the, that go into the back of, of, a, of a radio station or a TV station. But um, as you know, the world of broadcasting is expanding too. You know, there are there are lots of online only outlets that are just as serious about creating high quality audio and video as any traditional broadcaster are. So it's you know it's a profusion of ways to get messages out. And DJI is really thrilled that uh, in a short period of time we have become a vital tool for a lot of professionals broadcasters. Well, you know, Adam, I think your presence at NAB not only shows that you guys have versatility in the marketplace and how mainstream this is becoming, like we talked about, but it also speaks to your product line, how that continues to expand, which, of course, benefits both you guys and the consumer. And I want to talk about right now what we started to talk about at the top, which is the new DJI goggles. And I think at first glance, people might think, oh, you know, we've seen first person and, and you know, FPV goggles when it comes to flying. But these goggles are so much more than that. Incredibly versatile. They do so many things. Can you give our audience a brief description, and we'll go into more detail about it as well. Sure. DJI goggles are DJ's first uh, entry into the first-person view market. Um, you know, you've seen them on drone racers. Uh, you've, you've seen the, the headsets that people wear with little antenna mounted on top. Right. They can provide decent but sometimes scratchy videos as small little racing drones are zipping around. Um, DJI understands that this is something that people want to be able to see. You know, part of the thrill of putting a camera on a drone in the first place is to be able to literally see a bird's eye view. And I can tell you that having a, a, a pair of high definition screens right in your front of your eyes, showing the, the imagery that you see that your drone is looking at is quite an immersive experience. Um, it, 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 the difference between watching it on the little screen on your controller or even if you download it and watch it on your TV at home later versus watching it on DJI goggles is just breathtaking. Um, we've calculated that having when you wear goggles, it's equivalent to sitting right in front of a TV of a high definition TV screen that's 216 inches diagonally. So, um, you know, setting aside the question of whether you'd want that thing in your house. <laughs> um, this is certainly a more convenient <laughs> way to get that kind of view. Uh, and it, it is, and the, so, you know, the potential for goggles is there. And, and people have, you know, there have been other FPV goggles out there. So um, it's not that, that this is an entirely new concept, but what really sets DJI goggles apart and what made people's jaws literally drop when they watched it and tried it on at NAB is the ability to control the camera by moving your head. At our booth at NAB, we had a Mavic uh, just hanging from a pole uh, in our booth. And as you put the goggles on, you could see as you look left, the camera gimbal turns left. As you look right, the camera turns right. It goes up, it goes down. If the drone had been actually flying, uh, if you look then as you look left, say, to the limits of where the gimbal could turn, then the, the drone itself would start turning to let you continue looking around. 
Now, a lot of people are, funny enough, Adam, a lot of people are comparing these goggles and actually saying that these are better than Oculus Rift. And it's funny because when I hear that, I'm like, these are these are very different products. Yet the compliment will take it, I guess, because because, you know, a 1080p screen for both eye is insane, let alone the fact that it's transmitting wirelessly um, to give you that first person point of view and you're able to control at the same time. It is. Uh, look, we think this. We think DJI goggles are in a class by themselves. So we, we're we're not looking to uh, set them up against anyone else's product. Um, but I know that people are already looking at how they could uh, use DJI goggles as a uh, a game viewing platform, for example, or you know, as a screen for other kinds of immersive entertainment. Um, now, now, Adam, just is, so our yeah. listeners know, I mean, the, the, one of the cool things about this is compatibility. You made a product that wasn't just compatible with one drone. You made it compatible with se- a bunch of different drones in your lineup. So it'll work with the Mavic, and it'll work with everything from the Phantom 3 Advanced Forward and the Inspire line. Is that right? Yeah, there are different levels of functionality. Okay. Um, because the, uh, you know, there's a limit to some of the backwards engineering that we can do. Um, for example, the um, so we haven't published specs on how it w- that I know of that uh, that would show how it would work with the Phantom Three series. Um, with the Phantom Four series, uh, you, you're able to do uh, the head tracking that was so impressive on the Mammoth uh, on, on the um, on the Mavic Pro, um, and uh, you, you can't, however, do that on the Inspire series of drones as of yet. You know, we'll, we'll see what we can do with firmware updates and the like. Um, you know, as, as your listeners know, this is one of the perils of technology is that, uh, you know, uh, sometimes the price of doing amazing things going forward is losing a bit of backwards compatibility. But with the, with the Phantom 4 series, you can use the touchscreen controller that's on the side of the goggles to do many of the automated the, the functions of a drone that you would otherwise be doing in the controller to set up the active tracking system at the tap fly um, to activate return to home or the automatic takeoff, for example. So there are it, it, the Mavic Pro is our newest drone series, and that's going to have the most compatibility, but you're still going to get amazing functionality out of the Phantom 4 series as well. If you just joined us, we are talking with Adam Lisberg. He is DJI's Corporate Communications Director and, of course, our go-to guy whenever a great new DJI product comes out. Adam, you know, on this show, we feature a lot of technology. As you know, we feature a lot of drones, a lot of DJI products. And we a part of our audience, of course, uh, has, has physical disabilities. And we, we always like to highlight products that benefit those that have physical disabilities. And I know this might not have been, the obviously, the purpose of this product, but one, one of the takeaways that I had when I heard about this was... There are plenty of people out there that, that physically can't have the experience. They can't use their hands for the controls properly. They can't have the experience of flying a drone. But this headset really opens the doors to a lot of people just being able to enjoy that experience, whether it's through the head control, being able to experience that FPV view. It really opens the doors for a lot of people to enjoy that sensation of flight and flying a drone, right? That's an excellent point. I, I had not even thought of that, I'll confess. But, but you're absolutely right. You know, we have... Um, it, 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 this is an area that I think more and more people are interested in is how to make the drone experience accessible to those who don't have um, say full control of, of some of the fine motor capabilities um, that, that you need for traditional methods of controlling drones. Um, and because you can use the, uh, DJI goggles as uh, an accessory almost, you can have somebody else controlling the drone on a controller 
um, while you were watching, uh, while, while you're experiencing that immersive view and you're right, controlling the drone camera. So if, if, if someone who doesn't have um, full traditional motor capabilities um, isn't necessarily in a position to control the drone's flight, you can leave that to somebody else while you're watching it, experiencing it, and moving the camera, looking where you want to look on the goggles. That's an excellent point, and I think that's going to be a, 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 a really beneficial use of this technology for a lot of people. I see the technology really going full circle and going back to kind of the beginning of where this conversation started with the ability to just to, to monitor in a much higher quality, you know, instead of having to hover over a small screen and figure out, okay, is that the shot I'm getting? I could see how this has uses, you know, across the whole pro series all the way down to the consumer series. What we've seen with a lot of our technological innovations is that we throw something great out there and we might have a couple of ideas of how it can be used and immediately it's adopted by people who come up with amazing uses that we never even imagined. Um, it, you know, sometimes I say I'm sure that, that Steve Jobs uh, had had apps on his iPhone that he never imagined people would be able to do with, with the technology that they invented. And in the same way, we, we come up with uh, ways to control flight, ways to transmit flight information, and we turn around and we get amazed by uses like the Snotbot, for example. That's uh, a, a drone modified to carry uh, essentially petri dishes on top of it that uh, by marine biologists fly over drone or fly over whales when the whales exhale through their blowholes they, they capture uh, material from that was t- just inside the whale and it's just drenched with whale dna that they can do amazing studies on without ever having to disturb the whale wow so i guarantee you nobody in dji thought of that use no. when they were figuring out how to make an inspire one <laughs> Uh, able to be controlled across a long range of ocean from from a boat that's a ways away. But there's a way that is literally saving the whales. Um, So in the same way, you know, we come up with goggles uh, because we think it's really cool. We see that there's demand out there for a high-quality viewing experience like that. And uh, I'm willing to bet you that there are going to be some great um, professional applications that are developed off of this platform. So it's it, it's a really that's part of the reason this is a really exciting industry to be in because we we put technology out there and and people are exploring every day what to do with it. Absolutely, and 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 for people, I, you you have to go to DJI.com first of all. Not only to see the the lineup, the full lineup of products that we're talking about with Adam, and uh, to to learn more information about their their whole lineup, um, but also to see specifically when it comes to the goggles, there are there are a ton of features we're not even talking about. There's a touchpad so you can interact on the side of the headset just by touching it. I mean, the menu system is incredibly intuitive. <laughs> There's a ton to talk about, Adam. I know we have you for a limited time, so I also know there are certain questions you can't answer, and we try not to ask you the questions that we know you can't answer. However, there is an event coming up very soon. I believe it's May 24th. It's marked on our calendar, correct? I know you mm-hmm. can't tell us specifically what's going to be announced, if anything, but any way you'd like to tease our audience or perhaps make us drool and wag our tails again. Oh wow, that's a long pause. There's, this is going to be good. Yeah, yeah go ahead. I, I'm. I, I'm how about this, Adam? Um, how about how about if you uh, how about you join us after that event and you tell us all about it after everything's been announced? Love to tell you after. I, I can tell you that this is something that we expect a lot of people are going to have their socks knocked off by. You know, um, DJI has always been innovating and, and um, 
you know, it's rare that we introduce a drone that, that simply does what you expect it would or that, that people think. It, it's rare that we introduce a product that simply is the next iteration of something. Um, we always try to wow people with what comes next, and I'm pretty confident we're going to do that again with, uh, with whatever it is that we're announcing on the 24th. Well, then you know what? We, we have a date. We have an on-air date as soon as those announcements happen. It's much easier to talk about things looking backward than worry about revealing anything that we shouldn't looking forward. So, Adam Lisberg, DJI, you always give us all the great information that we need. You give us a little bit of a tease. Our, our microphones are ready to be replaced already, but we look forward to having you back after the May 24th event. And you know what? Good luck, because I know people are going to be incredibly excited by whatever you guys are going to be talking about. DJI's Adam Lisberg wraps up the show for this week. Thanks again to Sharif Abraham from Microsoft, Christine Tam from Best Buy, and on behalf of Mitchell Whitfield, I am Marco Flalo. Follow along with us online, and we'll be back next week. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition, and be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com.